0: I had the immense privilege of getting to get up and close with pangolins at a pangolin rehabilitation center in Gorongosa Park, where we visited on the Africa tour, a place just so full of incredible stories of research and conservation, and just it makes you proud to know that that's on our continent. So at this rehabilitation center, one of my now friends, a guy by the name of Test Malunga, who is, uh, he's, he works in the park, in the tourism department. He's the activities manager. And he also just knows a lot about a lot of different things. So helping translate the Mozambique Portuguese-speaking veterinarian, we got to meet the pangolins. As I said, the most trafficked animal in the world. Also one of the most incredibly cute and interesting. They're prehistoric. They're brilliant. And I suppose could do with the
1: attention. Um, what we do here is we, we've got a team that works uh, that work closely with the communities. So whenever there are pangolins there in the communities that people are waiting to, to, for trafficking, you know, to sell them out, then we've got some guys that give information and then the conservation team, law enforcement sector, will actually go and bring them into the park. And when they get here, these special guys here, Bobo and his team, they, they work on rehabilitating them, you know, to bring them in shape. Sometimes they would have been kept, you know, indoors and locked up, someone waiting for a buyer for a while. So they won't be in the best condition. And these guys work on bringing back, you know, until they recover, then they release them into the park. So from 2018 up to now, they've released 96 pangolins into the park that they recover from the communities around. So there are a lot of them here. If you guys need to open your eyes wider when out there, you might spot a pangolin. Out of 96, you have to see one at least. <laughs> okay, so um, you can tell us about this one. How old is this? This pangolin has 10 months. So it will, be, it will be ready to feed themselves. So what they do now, because these little things are very fast. They walk on two legs and they use the so they're bi- bipedal. The, the little front, I don't know if it's legs or hands, is what they use for digging and eating and all that. The, it takes a, a team of like a few rangers, armed, of course armed because they walk, they walk right through the bush in the park, but extra eyes to, to spot it, otherwise it will disappear on them out there. So they've got a team, they've got a team that has to be watching and they take them to go feed. So normally they, they're out feeding at night. So they take them early morning to go and feed uh, 9 30 this little window that you have to have this experience is when they've just come back from feeding them and very soon they need to put them to sleep
0: and we should definitely protect the man you got like if you've never seen a pangolin before you imagine a creature that's got the roly-poly appeal of an armadillo but the added charm of like a small dragon that's a pangolin basically because mm-hmm. its bodies are fully adorned with this enchanting armor Its scales keratin but they look amazing they they shimmer and they a whole spectrum of different earthy tones and they're like little knights of the bush you know and then they do this like waddle when they walk which is really yeah i didn't know they were bipedal well effectively and it doesn't look like that because their their arms get so close to the ground yeah um they evolved to walk on their back legs with their front claws sort of tucked in um And it's a sight that makes your heart melt when you see it. Yeah, yeah, I've got a video um, I can share. I think I posted it on my Instagram like a week ago. But it is well worth a look, pangolins. So meeting a pangolin was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever got to have as a wildlife encounter. Despite it being in an enclosure in a rehab center, it would eventually get re-released. But just to see something so rare and know how unfortunately and atrociously trafficked it is by humans... Is quite a surreal experience because you realise they need a lot more attention to get the funding, to get the awareness, like rhinos have, right? It means a lot. This pangolin that we're meeting now, I think is about to
1: eat. Yeah, we, now we feed the pangolins in all morning. Everything in the morning? Yeah, everything in the morning. Okay. And so from now on, they'll live to sleep. Do you want to put it on the ground end so people can see how it works? Let's okay, move I back a bit. The- yeah. It will, it will go in any direction. Sorry. Yeah. You see now, you see the front legs are like floating, you see, not, not touching the ground, <laughs> you see that? You should see some little scraps on the ground for the tail. I see the front ones are so unreliable, eh? like a tiny elephant. Yeah, tiny elephant. The, the, the soles are like an elephant. You know, for many years, I used to think this, this is a reptile. Yeah. I didn't know it's a mammal. <laughs> when you see something like this, you would think it's a reptile, eh? Oh, There are some ants there. Do you think it's going to eat these little ones? So when they eat, obviously they will lick these ends together with some little grit, you know, sand, little stones and they help with the mechanical digestion. Yeah, they lick everything. But then as they lick, they lick a lot of little particles of sand that will also help with the mechanical digestion in the gut. How do we get to see the tongue? We want him to yawn.